Before I start my episode, I just want to talk about the HBCUs, Historical Black Colleges and Universities that are getting bomb threats. I feel it's so unfortunate that people take advantage of situations. Everyone knows that February 1st was the first day of Black History Month. So the Black colleges and universities, the historic ones of all, uh, they said 12, last I heard, were threatened with bomb threats. And I am a massive, massive major supporter of HBCUs. I know when I applied to college, the first uh, visit I took was Howard University, but um, Fisk and a couple other ones. And I just really am saddened to hear that America is just going gutter. But I pray that um, we we survive this. And I just wanted to start this episode off saying um, love to all the HBCUs and the students and alumni and staff and presidents of all the schools that were affected. And I hope that people just come together in love. And the reason um, I wanted to start the episode off is because, you know, this is the first episode with um, it being the month of Black History Month. So I just want to um, just just pray for HBCUs right now under attack due to racism. And I'm hoping Black History Month and even just something as simple as this podcast will give people who are not familiar with the African-American community um, just this month teach you something. And I had um, recorded my episode with quotes at the end to end the episode, but I decided to move those quotes to the beginning. So before I start the episode, I want to add these quotes, and hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, I was reading um, what is called Black History Quotes. And of course, the most famous one is probably Injustice Anywhere is a Threat to Justice Everywhere by Martin Luther King. That's probably one of the most famous ones. But I want to read some that you may not have heard, and it's they're interesting, so I'm just going to read them, and I'm going to tell you who said them. Nelson Mandela said, No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love, for love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. That's from Nelson Mandela. I thought that was so, so powerful. I'm reading these quotes because I'm hoping those who are listening to this will take really pride in themselves in trying to help this world become less divisive. And I'm hoping learning some of this Black history will make non-Blacks and even some Blacks that hate being Black um, be proud of everything that was contributed to, especially America. Whether you want to admit it or not, there's a lot of things that were contributed to America. And I want to read these quotes because I really and truly want people to look at positiveness. And I I just really think it's important. I'm going to read... Um, a quote from President Obama, which is really, um, the whole point of it is positive. And 
The first word is change. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. And that is from former President Obama. That, I hope, is an inspirational quote because it is really, really important to pay attention to what's being said and done and how we, if we got to use this month, because Black History Month should be Black History Day for real. You know, Maya Angelou quoted as saying, all great achievements require time. We've had a lot of time. And with the pandemic, people got too much time on their hands for negativity. But we want to talk about positivity. Michelle Obama's quoted as saying, history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. I'm hoping these inspirational quotes will make you think positively. Rosa Parks says, you must never be fearful about what you are doing when it is right. Young people, especially, <laughs> you got to remember that. You got to remember that. She's also quoted as saying, differences of race, nationality, or religion should not be used to deny any human being citizenship rights or privileges. Come on, people. I'm going to read these quotes because these quotes are meaningful. This quote, if you're not careful, the papers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppression. Oppressing. This quote is literally what's happening in 2022 in the United States right now. This quote is so old and relevant right now. And this quote was actually quoted by Malcolm X. And I'm going to read a couple of his quotes because they're very profound. He says, usually when people are sad, they don't do anything. They just cry over their condition. But when they are angry, they bring about a change. And see, this could be relevant to any race because let's just look at America right now. And as I mentioned, I'm going to put politics in this. I'm an independent voter, registered Democrat, but I do vote for Republicans. So the anti, so the Trump supporters, this ain't an anti-Trump anything. This is just my opinion of what's going on right now, that they are angry and they are trying to bring about change. Now, change isn't always good because when you do it underhanded and changing rules to benefit you just for power and no policies involved, that's not a good sign. Oh, people, people, I want Black History Month to be inspiring. Some people feel the rain, others just get wet. Now, I like that. And the person who quoted that is Bob Marley. Bob Marley. You know, I really, really want people to take this month to do some research. Wow. You know, I, I, I saw a picture in a quote with Muhammad Ali, and he says, I am America. I am. I am America. I am the part 
you won't recognize, but get used to me. Think about that. Get used to me. Get used to America's faces changing, people. If anybody know anything about history, they will learn that three-fourths of the world will have brown skin sooner than people realize. Three-fourths of the world. Three-fourths, 75%. It's already happening. So let's work together and not fight because of skin color. You know, Oprah says, I was raised to believe that excellence is the best deterrent to racism or sexism. And that's how I operate my life through excellence. I like that. I'll take that from you, Oprah, any day, any day. So people, what I am doing is trying to get you guys to realize we're all in this together. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Today is the first Wednesday in Black History Month, so I just want to get straight to it. I always have people ask me the questions like, why is Black History Month in existence? When was it made into a month? I heard it was a week. Why is it in February? So I did research, and if I'm if I repeat something, forgive me, because I think this is probably the first time I did so much research. I want to make sure I'm cramming everything, and as always, my sources are listed. I just want to go straight from the main question. Let's just talk about the question that we hear a lot. Well, I hear a lot. I only can speak about what I hear. And that question is, why do we have black history? But wait, let me let me back up. I want to talk about a website I found. Never heard of the school. Forgive me, Davenport University. But I was doing just different research, and I came across something that Davenport University did. And they have uh, themes for Black History Month. So this year, 2022, it's so appropriate. The theme is Black Health and Wellness. And I want to go from 2014 up until 2022, where I found the different themes. And check out how they're relevant now. In 2014, the theme was Civil Rights in America, and this is what it reads. Civil Rights in America, marking the 50th anniversary of the 1964 Civil Rights Act, was the theme selected by A-S-A-L-H. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to say that again, and I see why they kind of made it, well, they needed to make it an acronym because it's very long. And with those initials that I just pronounced, and once again, I'm going to just say them, and then I'm going to tell you what they stand for. And the initials that I'm going to say a lot, unfortunately, but it's part of all this, is A-S-A-L-H. And that stands for Association for the Study of African American Life and history. So keep that in mind because we're going to talk about a gentleman in this whole report that they call the father of black history. And I don't know if I've read about him when I did black history. So if I did, I don't remember. So I'm learning something again regarding black history month. They said he was the God. I mean, he was the father of black history who first set out in 1926 to designate a time to promote 
and educate people about black history and culture. That's according to W. Marvin Delaney, who is an historian and the president of ASALH. Once again, that stands for Association for the Study of African-American Life and History. So we're going to talk about Mr. Carter G. Woodson throughout all this. But before we do, I just want to go to the themes and then we're going to answer the questions I mentioned, such as why it's in February and why it exists. But I thought these themes were cool. So as I mentioned, um, 2014, the theme was civil rights in America. And it says uh, civil rights in America marking the 50th anniversary of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. It was the theme selected by the ASALH in 2014. The history of civil rights in the United States is largely the story of free people of color and then African-Americans to define and and, and enumerate what rights pertain to citizens and civil society. It has been the history of enlisting political parties to recognize the need for our governments, state and federal to codify and protect those rights. Through the years, people of African descent have formed organizations and movements to promote equal rights. Now, before I finish reading the things, let me make it crystal clear. This is not no critical race theory episode or anything like that. I'm just reading. I'm celebrating. In 2022, we are going to still hold politicians and companies accountable for things they're doing wrong. But I want to do something more positive because the news in in itself is negative. So we're going to celebrate. So for Black History Month, I'm not ashamed. I am black. I want to celebrate. I want to bring some current things up that people may not have ever heard about or know about into these next four uh, Wednesdays. So that's why I'm doing this. So I wanted to make sure I made it clear this isn't a critical race theory lesson, but I want to teach people about what is being said and do your own research. You don't have to believe it. It may not be true. I'm just telling you what I found. So let me continue with 2014. Um, I mean, excuse me, let me continue. And we're going to 2015. The theme was a century of black life, history, and culture. And they talk about this gentleman, Carter G. Woodson, and it says, When Carter G. Woodson, the founder of ASALH in 1915, I say this mentions even an earlier time, uh, he labored under the belief that historical truth would crush falsehoods and usher in a new era of equality, opportunity, and racial democracy. This has been its charge for a century in honor of this milestone ASALH has selected a century of black life history and culture as the 2015 national black history theme then they go to 2016 2016's theme is hallowed grounds sites of african-american memories And it reads, the history of African-Americans unfolds across the canvas of America, beginning before the arrival of the Mayflower and continuing to the present. From port cities where Africans disembarked from slave ships to the battlefields where their descendants fought for freedom, from the colleges and universities where they pursued education, to places where they created communities during centuries of migration, the imprint of America's, excuse me, 
The imprint of Americans of African descent is deeply embedded in the narrative of the American past. These sites prompt us to remember and over time become, um, excuse me, became hollowed grounds. Now, these are things that I'm reading about, and I'm going to have to later on do some more research on this because it's nice for people to just know positive history. Their theme in 2017 was the crisis in black education. The theme for 2017 focuses on the crucial role of education in the history of African-Americans. ASALH's founder, Carter G. Woodson, once wrote that if you teach the Negro that he has accomplished as much good as any other race, he will aspire to equality and justice without regard to race. Wilson understood well the implications associated with the denial of access to knowledge, and he called attention to the crisis that resulted from persistently imposed racial barriers to equal education. 2018, their theme was African Americans in Times of War. In 2018 theme, African Americans in Times of War, it com- com- commemorates the centennial of the end of the First World War in 1918 and explores the complex meanings and implications of this international struggle and its aftermath. The First World War was initially termed by many as the Great War, the war to end all wars and the war to make the world safe for democracy. Their 2019 theme was Black Migration. Black Migrations emphasizes the movement of people of African descent to new destinations and subsequently to new social realities. While inclusive of earlier centuries, this theme focuses especially on the 20th century through today. 2020 theme was African Americans and the vote. Ooh-wee, I like that. The year 2020 marks the centennial of the 19th Amendment and the culmination of the women's suffrage movement. The year 2020 also marks the sesquicentral of the 15th Amendment, 1870, and the right of black men to the ballot after the Civil War. The theme speaks, therefore, to the ongoing struggle on the part of both black men and black women, for the right to vote. 2021's theme was the black family, representation, identity, and diversity. The black family has been a topic of study in many disciplines, history, literature, the visual arts and film studies, sociology, anthropology, and social policy. Its representation Identity and diversity have been reverenced, stereotyped, oh wow, vilified from the days of slavery to our own time. I really, really am curious of why Davenport University, I was looking at at the webpage and I was trying to understand if these were just topics and then they did programs or did a 
a show. I, I really, if anybody from Davenport University hears this, let me know because I really didn't understand it, but I just thought it was cool. And then, of course, 2022, the theme is Black Health and Wellness. The theme of Black Health and Wellness acknowledges the legacy of not only Black scholars and medical practitioners in Western medicine, but also other ways of knowing birth workers, doulas, midwives. Oh, wow, they got a lot. Herbalists, uh, nature paths, etc. Throughout the African diaspora, the 2022 theme considers activities, rituals, and initiatives that Black communities have done to be well. Wow, that was pretty deep. I, I wanted to share that because I never heard of this, but I thought it was really interesting. So, you know, I did some research on why is Black History Month celebrated in February. And I went a couple of places. I went old school to the Britannica.com website. And I also went to NPR. So I'm going to read both articles that I found. Some of them may overlap, but just check out what they're saying. And we're going to do the Britannica first. February is Black History Month since the 1970s. That familiar declaration has introduced countless celebrations of African-American history and achievements from Black History Minutes on local television stations to the pronouncement of U.S. presidents. But why is February designated as the month to commemorate African-American history? The answer lies with eminent American historian Carter G. Woodson. Here he is again who pioneered the field of African-American studies in the early 20th century, inspired by having attended a three-week national celebration of the 50th anniversary of the emancipation in 1915, Woodson joined four others in founding, and that's what we talked about before, the Association for the Study of Negro Life and Science, as I mentioned, ASNLH to encourage scholars to engage in intensive study of the Black past, a subject that had long been sorely neglected by academia and in the United States schools. I'm just going to put my two cents in, as y'all have been hearing lately. They're trying to call this critical race, uh, what is it, theory, which it's not, it's history, it's America history. So this is irony that I don't know when this was written initially on Britannica's website, but this is irony. It's current now. Anyway, it continues to say, in 1916, Woodson began editing the association's principal scholarly publication, the Journey, excuse me, the Journal of Negro History. In 1924, spurred on by Woodson, his college fraternity Omega Psi Phi introduced Negro History and Literature Week. Two years later, determined to bring greater attention to African-American history, Woodson and the ASNLH launched Negro History Week in February 1926. February is the birth month of two figures who loom large in the Black past. U.S. President Abraham Lincoln's birthday is February 12th, who issued the Emancipation Proclamation and African-American abolitionist author, an orator, Frederick Douglass, who was born on February 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. Ain't that sweet? <laughs> Since the deaths of Lincoln and, and Douglass in 1865 and 1895, respectively, 
the Black community had celebrated their contributions to African-American liberation and civil rights on their birthdays. By rooting Negro History Week in February, Woodson sought to both honor the the legacy of Lincoln and Douglas, excuse me, and to expand an already existent celebration of the Black past to include not only the accomplishments of these two great individuals, but also the history and achievement of Black people in general. Mm. As early as the 1940s, some communities had transformed February into Negro History Month. With the ascendance of the American Civil Rights Movement, and the rise of Black consciousness in the 1960s, Negro History Week had become Black History Month in more and more places. In 1976, the association that Woodson had founded later renamed the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, facilitated the widespread institutionalization of February as Black History Month, and U.S. President Gerald Ford urged Americans to participate in its observance. All subsequent presidents would do the same, sometimes referring to the event as National Afro-American <laughs> uh, Black History Month or National African-American History Month. Now, that was from Britannica. Now, NPR, I actually um, took a little bit off an uh, article after them. Um, it says that every February, the United States honors the contributions and sacrifices of African-Americans who have helped shape the nation. Black History Month celebrates the rich culture, heritage, triumphs, and adversities that are, in, that are an indelible part of our country's history. Now, let me just stop right there, because to me, that paragraph right there is very significant because it covers heritage, adversity, culture. Those are things that people overlook because I really do think that when you learn cultural, how things are, you understand it more. And that's to the listeners that are not African-American and may not even understand while there is a month, even though I just read the initial reason, you know. And so one of the things that um, it was saying that the this is an, was still part of another article about the black health and wellness um, theme. And it says that it pays homage to medical scholars and health care providers, you know, with this pandemic. Health and wellness is very, very important. And especially if you don't have um, medical insurance or your insurance doesn't cover much. And with the pandemic, we can't forget about that. Um, and they said that the theme is, is especially timely as we enter the third year of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has disproportionately affected minority communities and place unique burden on black healthcare professionals. Now, I have a lot of black healthcare professionals in my immediate family, and I know that's a true statement. So, you know, I just want to give people an opportunity to just learn a little more. Um, I was really laughing because I did not know um, a lot of this. I may have heard about um, the Negro History Week, but I didn't really know that much about it 
like I do now because I'm reading it from research. And one of the things, like I said, that is really crazy is because I don't remember Carter G. Woodson being talked about, but in every single article, whether it was uh, wherever I went, wherever I went, um, I, I just it, it just amazed me how his name just kept coming up more and more and more, which is a great thing. It's not a negative thing. It's just I really did not know who this man was, and it's funny because. There was a link I had clicked on, and it was telling me about him. But one of the things I did was when I went on the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, and it said it was established in 1915, I always like to go to the About page. And the reason why I go to the About Us, well, the About Us or About page, but it's usually About Us page. It's because no one can talk about anybody better than the person. And I really, really like to be able to see what they were thinking when they created this. You know, and when I went on this page, and you can find it at asalh.org, that's the website. They got a 2022 Black History Month virtual festival. So you may want to um, do that. But the vision, let me just read their mission vision and their vision on their page. The vision of the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History is to be the premier Black heritage learned society with a strong network of national and international branches and partners whose diverse and inclusive membership will continue the Woodson legacy. And remember, Carter G. Woodson, you know, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed of the knowledge of this man. I never I don't remember him. So I'm learning, too. So homage to him. And then their mission says the mission of the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History, A-S-A-L-H, is to promote, research, preserve, interpret and disseminate information about Black life, history, and culture to the global community. And so that's why I want to share this, because I, like I said, I never knew that much about it. And it says it's headquartered in Washington, D.C. So if, you know, you go on your trips to, a lot of people go to D.C. for the historical museums and buildings. And if you're interested, go check it out. Because I really, really think it's important, not just for the African-American community, but for all the different communities to learn about culture. Culture is so important because the reality is racism is so like in your face right now in America. And by it being in your face right now, it is not, you know, excuse me, it is not, um, it's not addressing the issues. It's just us and them and, and, and people of color against the, the Caucasians. And it's just, it's just so sad. 
But um, I just really, really want you guys to learn from this. And I'm going to talk about individuals in the upcoming weeks. But I wanted to answer the few questions that I'm asked all the time. And it's, why is it in February? Why does it exist? And, you know, as I mentioned, um, I didn't understand why it was in February. And I wasn't thinking, I mean, I did learn back then, but um, why? And because Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass birthdays, but I wasn't looking at it like that. I was looking at it as um, I was mad. I'm going to be honest with you. I was mad. I was mad because I really felt that it was the shortest month. So we got robbed. And I know I'm not the only one that thought that. I know a lot of people who thought that. And uh, like I said earlier, leap year, we got an extra day. And it was like, yay. But what, what in the world, you know? So um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot being black in America. I'm not even going to lie. Good or bad, you know, it's, it's a lot. And it's just, um, I want you guys to learn the history. You know, I just went to, you may hear me clicking, which I never do during a recording of the episode, but I'm doing it because I'm kind of overwhelmed positively and proudly to share this information. And as I will continue to say, this isn't about r critical race theory or nothing. It's history, Black History Month. We're talking about Black history. I'm sharing information for those of all races that may not have known this. I just clicked on the history.com um, page because I knew they would have something on Black history. They got a uh, article in it. It said, excuse me, it wasn't. It's, it is entitled Black History Facts. And I thought it was interesting. I'm going to read just this first um, paragraph. And you can figure out if you want to go to the web page and check it out. Black History Month honors the contributions of African-Americans to U.S. history. Among the prominent figures are Madam C.J. Walker, who was the first U.S. woman to become a self-made millionaire. George Washington Carver, who derived nearly 300 products from the peanut. Rosa Parks, who sparked the Montgomery bus boycott and galvanized the civil rights movement. And Shirley Chisholm, who was the first African-American woman elected to the U.S. House of Representatives. So these are the type of black history facts I grew up learning. And they're great ones to learn. Don't misunderstand me. But what I want to do in the next couple of weeks is talk about new uh, uh, historic African-Americans. And I really and truly I'm excited about next week because I accidentally was watching something and ran across this guy. But on the History Channel, I want to just go on and finish um, talking about, I don't know how this got into the facts, but I guess it's relevant. Um, Black History Month, the celebration of Black History Month began as Negro History Week, which I told you guys, which was created in 1926 by Carter G. Whitson, and then they talk about why it exists. But it was really interesting because um, on this same article, they talk about, these are Black history facts, a lot of different topics I didn't expect. So if I'm hesitating, just forgive me because I'm like, should I read this? But I am. So the, right after they talk about the Black History Month, it's right beneath it, the NAACP, on February 12, 2019, the NAACP marked its 110th anniversary 
So that's just a little of, of Black history uh, information I wanted to share. Nothing too dramatic, but just history. So everybody, I hope that you enjoy Black History Month. I am excited about next Wednesday. There's a gentleman, a young African-American astronaut I want to talk about. I'm so excited. I just happened to flip on the channel and he was right there. So I'm excited about introducing the new generation of uh, people that will definitely be included in the history books because they're making American history, not just black history. They just happen to be black. So I hope those who were not familiar with what I was talking about in the history of Black History Month, first Black History Week and why it's in February, got a little bit of knowledge out of that. So you guys know, I do not have any theme music at the beginning and the end. It's still around. I just decided not to use it right now. You know, 2022, I'm trying to do some different things and move a little differently. So right now for Black History Month, I just want to talk about the history and the people. And I want to say thank you for listening. And I ask you follow me on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. Also, follow me on Instagram. And it's also at Advocacy Ladies. And as far as the podcast show, we are on all the podcast apps. We are on Google Play, Apple iTunes, uh, Pandora, Spotify, Alexa Tune In, and my hosting podcast. Uh, Cast, uh, oh, y'all forgive me. My hosting podcast app, which is Podbean. And you know, if you have any questions or comments, you can give me a call 404 855 7723. You can also send me an email at podcast host at gmail.com. And you know, my favorite question is. What do you have to say? Thank you for listening.